Now, let's, I'm happy I've read all of this. It's quite some lengthy reading, but it's good. Let's read it, all right? Let's read it. Why did I read that one again now? These are the points I wanted to make today, okay? I was just passing those comments as I was going on, all right? Now, last time when I was speaking, I explained something about the deliverance that we have in Christ Jesus. And, you know, if you notice everything we have been reading, which is why I went to that book of Ephesians also and added it to it, what Paul was just explaining again and again is that it's what God did for us in Christ Jesus. I emphasized that that Christ, he said, is the head of all creation. There is nothing that exists that was not created through Christ. If there is structure in the spiritual realm, it was created through Christ. And he emphasized that that Christ has a body. And so anybody who wants to participate in the victory and the authority that is in Christ just comes into his body. And what is that body? His church. And we've been emphasizing that. Now, what does it mean for us to have something in Christ? We can see through everything we have been reading, Paul will talk about this. You were saved in Christ. Your sins were forgiven in Christ. When God wanted to show his love, what did he do? He delivered you in Christ. He kept on using that word, Christ and Christ, you know, again and again and again. That was what he kept on emphasizing. That all the plan that God ever had is, you know, is encapsulated in Christ. Everything that God's planned for human beings, you find them in what? In Christ. When God wanted to rearrange the ozone layer and make sure that a global woman doesn't kill everybody, he sent his son to the cross. And he died for the sins, not only, now, he died for the sins of the whole world, but the reconciliation was not only for people, but for even physical things and structures on the earth. What was he trying to say? Christ is everything. You can't add to him. All you can do is discover more of him. Are you getting my point? Yes, that is why it is crucial. Listen, when you want to give testimonies, don't, take, don't let your testimonies take away from Christ. And that's what Christians do a lot of time, which is the reason why actually I, I felt like doing this teaching again. So that people will look at, let's look at exactly what you know, the word of God says. Let's look at how spiritual things work. You see, one that has been causing confusion to people, like I said, I said it here some time ago, people tell stories that do not, they are not processed through the supremacy of Christ. I gave an example some time ago, right here when I was teaching. That you hear people tell stories. There's a particular I have in mind now. I've heard him preach a number of times. Saw him on TV, seen him physically, when he wants to start telling stories. He'll tell you that, ah, do you know why you're having problems? There was one girl, when I went to Lokoja the other day to preach, all her life, she has been sickly. Then finally, they found out that the, father's, that, that the father had the first wife before he married her mother. And then they quarreled. And when she was going, she placed a curse upon any woman that would sit on her seat in that house. And that's why the girl has been sickly all her life. When her mother came in and gave birth to her, the curse came upon the girl. And then you see, oh, and if you are here, you have been having problems. You need to know whether your father married somebody long before they married your mother. And you finish that story. Start on that story. I was preaching the same message. The other time I was in Makodi. And I explained it. And one guy came to me and said, man of God, that was, what was, that's what's been happening. And I told them what to do. And they went home. And they went to the place where that woman used to sleep. And they broke the bed. 
and they set it on fire. And after that, the girl became free. The other day, I was in Port Harcourt. I was pretty... When it start like that, the word Christ is so missing the whole story. Now, when people like me come up to speak, I've heard people say before, say, this man does not know African demons. I said, I know African Christ. I don't need to know the African demon. No, I'm serious. People told me that I didn't know. Somebody came to report them to me. That guy is the one who finished preaching. Some of my friends were going in the car. They said, this pastor does not know African witches. <laughs> when I came back next day, I was ready for them. <laughs> I went to preach in Lagos, actually, one man, he asked a question afterwards. I was trying to explain that a true prophet never points accusing fingers to say this is the man that's causing your problems. Any prophet doing that does not know the power of Christ. He doesn't know the power of Christ. Now, why am I saying these whole stories, all right? Now, this example I gave here then. There are people say of these stories, and do you know the truth? Many of those stories are real. They are genuine. What is just missing is that the, the afflictor and the afflicted, <laughs> both of the, thank you, the afflictee, <laughs> both of them are outside Christ. The stories are genuine. I said something before, let me say it again, I'm not kidding. There's a particular judge in Nigeria. They are always looking for who stole your placenta. Who buried your placenta? Where was it buried? Who is sitting on this stool that your mother gave birth on? Do you know where the stool is? The cloth with which they cleaned you when you were born. Do you know who took it? Yeah, that's what they do. Then now you begin to pray. Begin to burn them by fire by fire. You know, let me tell you the truth, eh? Have you noticed that most of the traditional doctors in, in Enugu, where did they come from? Yoruba land. Thank you very much. I know where I'm going. <laughs> Please allow me to preach some tribalism, small, just small, little. You'll see why it's important. The same way they were doing all this traditional medicine, that's the same way they carried it to church. But they did not know how to separate those things from Christ. Listen, when I was a little boy, when we go and watch drama, you know, in American film, what do you watch? <laughs> Chinese, what do you watch? You kill my father. <laughs> when we are watching your movie, <laughs> it's always pot. <laughs> it's pot. Kaori. I'm telling you, calabash. One man walking in the bush, carrying one leg up, disappear. I'm serious. When we're children, you know, when you want people to love each other, Indian film. You want to watch Indian film. You know now. <laughs> you want to watch fight? Chinese film. You want them to shoot somebody? American film. You want to see Juju? Yoruba <laughs> film. Habatogunde, uh, his films. You know, you talk about Harry Potter. We were doing Harry, no Gateman, not only Potter. We were Harry Gateman, Harry everything in Lagos, yeah. That, well, that woman came and stole small, wrote book, became billionaire, said Harry Potter. You want witches, go and meet Herbert Ogunde. 
The name of the film, eh? One of the films was Aye. Aye means you know, like the, the earth, the world. And when they say that it means people, that's the, that's the inflection. People. Next one was Jayasimi. In the film, you see human beings turn to vulture. Now, Yoruba culture. In fact, my friend from Imo State, he said <laughs> those days that there was one practice in their place, civil service. If director retire, two deputy directors are contesting for the post. They say in their place, if they say, who's the other one? When you hear uh, Mr. Shongotola, he said, resign. <laughs> because <laughs> they know the man go use jazz. Distru- so in, the, in their place, in mostly they will say, ah, oh, uh, uh, our son, please come home. There's no need. Don't contest that position with that man. <laughs> he was telling me, my very good friend, Chooks. He said, look, that was the truth. They would just, eh, who? Two of you are deputy director. Director don't retire. Who's your, the, the guy, where's from? Ugun State. Ah. I said, Namdi, just resign. Just come, <laughs> come home. Because they know, say, now so Namdi go wake up one day. <laughs> he done that. <laughs> now, what about that? This thing, say, they are real. Those people, I'm not kidding. Did they use to tie destinies? Yes. They used to tie destinies. I told you, I, that's why I told the story here. My mother told me this story here. Her, her, her headmaster, my mother was a school teacher, told her a story. That his wife that he married, I met that man, I knew the man, you know. That his wife that he married, when he wanted to marry the woman, her, her father said no. He pressurized the man, did everything. The man didn't agree. So people told him to go and kill the man. And this man was telling the real story. Now, the part of the story is this. They didn't say you should go and shoot him or go and stab him in the back. They told him where to go to have the man killed. And then he went there. The man actually did his... Uh, cast pellets, did everything, did sacrifices, and put water down. And the man appeared in the water. Not a joke. And gave him a knife and told him to stab it. And the man would die. He said when he looked, either it's water or glass, that when he looked, this... It wasn't a story of somebody told somebody. This was a man telling the story himself. He was telling my mother. He said when he looked at the man, that suddenly pity. He wants to marry, he wants to marry his daughter. The man was proving difficult. And people counseled, go and kill him. So told the man, I'm not doing it again. Throw away the knife, say, forget it. And he left. And he had to travel. It's not just backyard. He traveled to the place. So when he came back, to his surprise, the man had changed his mind. You know why I'm telling all of these stories? When people from those areas start churches. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Go and check all those churches that are fighting demons. Check where they came from. These were people that descended from those who fought witches. When you see CAC man, the man came out of CAC. When you see CAC man pray. Ah, ah! The way they pray. Hey. <laughs> He said, also, <laughs> which means we are sleeping. Otare <laughs> also. It means your enemies are not sleeping. <laughs> Those guys, when they come back, you never, you never go see a teacher before. You go pray, your head go explode. <laughs> they pray so loud, 
to stop them praying. Now, Bell. Now, Bell. Yeah, I don't know why in the name of Jesus. Now, you both pray here. Forget that thing. When CSC man wants to pray, it's banger, banger, banger. Yes, all wawa. No, I'm giving you a background. So you know why some of these people talk the way they do. The man that says, look for your placenta, he knows what they have done with placentas. The man that says, which cloth they used to clean you when you were a baby, they know what people have done with such things. They know. My argument all the time is that they forget one thing. If anyone is in Christ, That's what we are talking about. We're not saying there are no people there. We know, we know. Ah, come on. They do stuff. All those people, when they face themselves, now which against which? They fight. They literally hold people in bondage. Not a joke. They hang people's destinies. They do. They do. They can tell a girl you will never marry and they're not kidding about it. But let me tell you something. Everything, the Bible says, God has reconciled everything to himself in Christ. And there was something he said here. Paul was speaking. He said, how did God deliver you? Now, okay, there's something I want to say earlier. He said he delivered us from the kingdom of darkness. That Corinthians chapter 1, in verse 13. Just flip back to it. He said, he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. All the stories I told you are stories of the kingdom of darkness in which people could afflict people in that kingdom. Why? It's a kingdom. There's structure. There's authority. So people with power afflict those that don't have. It's a structure. That's just the way it is. Then God now says, all right, these people are in there. What do I do? I will deliver them from that kingdom and put them in another kingdom. And how did he do it? It's simple. He said he purchased our freedom. Whatever be the thing that was used to bind them, he paid and took them away and put them in a new kingdom. That's what I preach. That is why a Christian, even if you feel bound, You don't say, who is binding me? You say, nobody can bind me. My freedom has been purchased. I'm not begging for it. Payment has been made. Are you getting my point? Second part I want to bring out. Don't forget that it's a kingdom matter. It's which kingdom do you belong in? What annoys me when you hear me talk the way I talk? I told this story to let you know that I'm not ignorant. I am not ignorant. I am just saying they are kingdom matters. Paul said, what is my job? I labor every time, not by my own strength, but for the, for the strength of Christ that is in me, so that I may help the people of God understand this truth. That's what Paul said. That is, ignorance is what makes them remain in bondage when they don't know they have been delivered. I am saying you don't need to find out who buried your placenta, who used your water with you, with which they based you to do anything. All you need to do is stand up and say, thank God. I am no longer in that kingdom. 
That's all. There's a story I like to tell all the time that Derek Prince talked about, which I love so much because it's one of the most perfect illustrations for these that I have. It's more interesting because he was a white man. This is not like, okay, African mentality. White man. He said he, a girl gave her life to Christ. She had a familiar spirit. So he was casting the spirit out of the girl. What do you mean by familiar spirit? All these mediums, many of these people that call themselves prophets these days, they use familiar spirits. And that I was looking at one man on television. I won't tell you his name, even though you can suspect who it is. He was saying, hey, you. This one happened, this one happened. Yes, man of God. This one happened, this one, man of God. Yes, man of God. Hey, he man. Yes, man of God. I said, I said, I said, I am not impressed. I am not impressed. Familiar spirits have done worse things, so don't, uh, don't come and, uh, and that man has been doing that since he was a little boy. That used to go to one of those churches, so forget that thing. So, I, I, well, you know I'm telling the story. So the reference, so this was, a, this familiar spirits are real. This woman was being delivered of a familiar spirit. And suddenly he had a vision. That's where I'm going. In that vision, he saw this man praying for him in a car that had an accident. He said, hey, I saw you, I saw you in a car that was um, wrecked on a, around a tree. And the man just said to her simply, that is the plan of the devil. I don't work in the plan of the devil. That's all. That's the whole prayer. I told there are there are prophecies you hear you must never pray about. If you pray about them, you activate them. There are prophecies you hear you don't pray about. If somebody comes to you now, listen to this. This is an instruction. If somebody comes to you now and says that, I saw a vision that you died. Answer the person. Yes, I even had a vision that I died. It is when that you did not see. Who no good die? <laughs> who will not die now? If Jesus doesn't come back, who will not die? The only people that will not die are those who will be there when Jesus returns. So somebody dreams that you died? So? So? Oh, please, pray against the spirit of death. That the spirit of death has been broken in Christ Jesus. If anybody tells me to pray against the spirit of death, that's the only thing I do. I remind myself that in Christ Jesus I have been set free from the fear of death. That my life is hid with Christ in God. My life is in the hand of God. God is my witness. I don't, it doesn't bother me. I've heard it before. I don't let it bother me. Somebody says that he, pray, he saw a vision that you died. Tell the person, even me, before the vision, I knew that I died. There are two kinds of death. My old Man has died in Christ. Good vision. This one you have seen, we die one day if Jesus does not return. Did your vision tell you the date? If it didn't tell you the date, don't worry about it. Because all of us, we die. That's, I'm not joking about that. That's how I handle it. And that's how you must handle it. Anyway, back to my issue. Derek Prince the girl said, I saw you in the vision and you were in a car that was wrecked around the tree. And the man said to her simply, that is the plan of the devil. I don't walk in the plan of the devil. She cannot. He didn't pray about it. There are things you don't pray about. Because when you pray about them, 
That way you are activate, you are saying you believe them. That's what they are saying. Remember what I'm talking about? Kingdoms. You must know the kingdom you belong in. Many of the things people preach every day, they are, God, they are messages that are correct for those who are not in the kingdom of Christ. So, if, if your mother and the neighbor quarreled, and both of them are from rival covens, they can afflict the families of the people from the weaker coven. People say, yeah, their father did one thing, the one juju in the family is affecting the children. That's why our gospels don't make sense. Because what are you preaching then? Are you not supposed to preach that come out of them and be separate? And deliverance is just automatically? What have you been preaching? People say you will go to the village and go and break the, you know, cut down a tree. I said that tree belongs to another kingdom. It's not my tree. Whatever they did in it, it's not in my kingdom. Americans have made laws that a, a man can marry a man. Nigeria made a law. Say if you come here, we'll put you in prison. I mean, so they can make a... Look, African countries are writing their own laws. Zimbabwe, they wrote, we'll put you in jail. Uganda, we'll put you in jail. Nigeria, we'll put you in jail. Russia said it's even a crime to promote it. Everybody wrote their own law. Law, law. It's the kingdom you are in. So if your name is Adam and you are in love with Steve, go to America. Yes. Go to Europe. You can marry there. But once you come here, you are going to prison. <laughs> you are getting my point. It's a kingdom matter. This kingdom is different. The laws are different. I am a citizen of a new kingdom. Whatever thing they wrote against me is, does not work in this kingdom. The laws here are different. The law enforcement is different. That's where many preachers make the mistake. They now go to the other kingdom, bring the things and say, do you know? Some people have said you will not achieve this. He said, sir, are they in this kingdom? No. Did Jesus say it? No. Did the father say it? No. Did the angel say it? No. Ah, he said, okay, if Jesus didn't say it and the father did not say it, then who said it? Who can hold a charge against God's elect? It's a kingdom matter we are discussing. And the Bible says clearly, we have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness and we are now in the kingdom of his son. And he said this was how he did it. What's that scripture we read just now? Was that Ephesians chapter... Hmm? Okay, yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Colossians chapter 2, yes. That's what we read just now, Colossians chapter 2. He said, you were dead, that is subject to death. You were spiritually dead and subject to the powers of the other kingdom. Why? Because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then, God made you alive with Christ and he forgave all our sins. Yours are mine. Now listen to this, verse 14. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took that record away. He took that record away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Now listen to this. 
Have you ever heard people say this? The reason why you have not, uh, your life is tight is because you have not tightened. Verse 16, in verse 16, it settles that. That's the handwriting written against you. It's been nailed to the cross. <laughs> Listen, let me emphasize something to you here. He said, this was how. The power that the devil has in the life of a believer, in the life of anybody, is sin. He had no power. I told you there are only three things the devil can do. Number one, tempt. Two, deceive. Three, accuse. Those are the three things. Temptation and deception are close to each other. When he's deceiving people, is that he wants them to walk away from something. He deceived the woman. She disobeyed God. She walked away by herself from the cover of God's no glory. That was what happened. It's only when somebody has fallen into that that he now receives what the Bible calls the power of death. Because the wages of sin is what? Is death. That's when the person now is now under the power of death. That's how they get into the kingdom. That's just the way it is. So when God wants to deliver, what he does is to bring payment for their sin. Because God is a judge. He, as judge, cannot deliver you from the oppressor until he satisfies the claim of justice, like we say. Payment must be made. Sin is a spiritual transaction. Every time you get involved in sin, you, you sell a part of your soul. That's just what it is. Read my little book, um, Beyond Gifts and Talents. That's what it is. Disobedience to God is the way by which we sell ourselves. And it says, so much you were when you were in that kingdom. So you were totally bound. There are all kinds of sins, not the ones many people are thinking of. Many people have committed sins worthy of death. They don't realize it. They did not lie to their friends, but they walk out on their father. Amongst their friends, they are very innocent people. But then, there's a way they related. They did not honor their parents. Go and read your Bible. There are sons that God said, bring to the center of the square and stone him to death. When they are rebellious against parents. There are all kinds of sins. This is a matter of fact. The devil himself doesn't have any power more than that accusation power. To kill somebody, he has to go and plead before the judgment throne of God. That's reality. So what did God do? He said, if you want to free these people, we have to remove every charge, every record of charges against them. How do we remove it? When they've done penance, When they have done restitution, answer me now, yes or no? no. If I say this, you will surprise yourself. When they have changed their ways, it's hard to answer. The answer is no. The answer is how do we forgive them when they come into Christ? A man that changes his ways without coming into Christ is subject to judgment. His sins have not been paid for. You can just say, no, I'm turning my life around. I'm repenting. What I used to do, I'm not doing anymore. And you stay there. You will still die for the one you did before. The time you become free is when you say to God, I come to you to ask for forgiveness in the name of Jesus. Listen, forgiveness is not free. 
It is not free. If I'm going on the road and you jam my car, my lights break, and you come and prostrate, sorry, sir, you roll on the ground. Okay, you now say, sorry. And I now say, okay, okay, you can go. The fact that I told you you can go does not mean I will not give the panel beta money, the pass dealer money. That you can go, maybe 50,000 naira is costing me. Forgiveness is not free. It is ne- it's not free. You may not be the one to pay, but it's not free. So when you say you change your ways, like, like I say all the time, sin is a tangible spiritual substance. It's like you release toxic waste into the atmosphere. It's okay, I will not throw away toxic waste again. The one you threw out, Uncle. We have to get people to clean it up. That is why it is not when you change your ways. No. It is when you say to God, in Christ Jesus I have come. Forgive me. He forgives you simply because Christ paid. That's it. That's why I tell preachers, be careful before you go around insulting Jesus Christ. Telling people that they need to go to the village to go and break, break something. What you need to preach to people is that come into Christ. In Christ you have been forgiven. A curse holds people using the same petition of sin. So if somebody comes into Christ, and this is the point. Let me just add this one to it. It's not part of our message. Let me, I want to close. These are things that are real in the realm of the spirit, but we have to enforce physically. What I mean is this. You may have experiences that differ. It doesn't mean this is wrong. It just means you have to enforce it. You have to, when they say come, like I tell you when you're in church, they say, yeah, if today you want to be delivered from poverty, come to the front. I say, once you step out, you have first agreed that you are bound to poverty. There are altar calls you make for unbelievers. I'm a pastor of a church, there are things I will never say. Christians, come to the front. Today I want to break poverty out of your life. I say, wait, Jesus will say, Banky, come. Come, let's talk now. You want to break the poverty. When they gave their lives to Christ, what did I do to them? And I said, Lord, you know, I need to collect this offering. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we're looking at the prayers of Paul, you will notice what Paul kept on saying. Paul kept on emphasizing, you need to have knowledge. You need to know, have wisdom. You need to know what God has given you in Christ. So when I wanted to pray for the church, I pray for you that you will be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. In the Ephesians church, he said, I pray that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. If I want to say, Christians, let's break poverty today. I would tell you, say after me. In Christ Jesus, poverty has been broken. It's past tense. You will notice carefully. Anytime Paul will be speaking, you say he has done this. This has he done. In Christ he did. It's always past tense, past tense, past tense, past tense. Always past tense. Always past tense. So a Christian is not allowed to see himself as somebody that needs to have deliverance. It's somebody that needs to say, I have been delivered. Please, I hope we are getting this point. Listen, that is why when you see me disagree with some doctrines, this is my reason. When you tell a Christian you need to give so you can prosper, you are admitting he has not prospered. I can't accept that. 
It does not fit the past tense nature of the word of God that I've read about Christ. When Paul was going to write about it, he said, you know, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ in that he was rich. For your sakes, he is going to become poor. What did he say? Past tense. He was made poor. It's past tense. So that you, through his poverty, might be made rich. Listen, this is how you interpret your life. You interpret your life like that. What I mean is that, so, I don't have money now. Listen, any t- <coughs> the other day, I was with my children. I was supposed to do something. So, uh, Victory said, alright, let's go. I said, are you holding any money? They wanted me to go and do something. Their mother said, okay, don't worry, daddy will, they, you and daddy go and do this. And it's going to cost money. We were supposed to go out somewhere and buy something. I said, I hope you are holding money. Ah, they looked at me like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> ah, you need a stood and like, oh, 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 daddy, stop this joke. Come on, let's go now. Why are you, you get my point? Why are you doing like this? It didn't cross their minds that they are poor. That's where I'm going. They didn't have a dime. But it did not cross their minds that they are poor. Ah, their own is, ah, daddy, I bet, come perform, Joe. What's this one you are doing? Are, and you know the truth? I still remember. They, just, they didn't take me serious. When I said, bring one, oh, daddy, enter the car now, let's go now. It was like, they, the whole thing was a joke. These boys are flat broke. Yet it did not cross their minds that they are poor. I can't remember exactly what we wanted to go and buy that day. It didn't cross their mind that the thing was not doable. Even though physically, they did not have a cover. But the only is that this guy has the money. And if he has the money, I have the money. They may not, the money may not be with me right now. I will just go and knock on his door and say, Daddy, how far now? You know you said that. Uh, if I say, oh, okay, 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 later, later. He will go. Then come back after. That they were addressed to. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they don't have money, it doesn't make it cross their mind that they are poor. Why do Christians who are broke not assume because of that I'm under a curse? Are you getting my point? Listen, you use, it's what you know you used to interpret the circumstances of your life. My children, they, they were so aware that, look, this guy is there. He's with us. Forget his pretense. He has money in his pocket. <laughs> and of course, you know the truth? As painful as it may be, they were right. You, you know, there are times you want to prove that they are wrong. But they are right. <laughs> Eventually, I had to oblige. Okay, okay, everybody enter the car. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You know that kind of thing? Correct that. Yeah, come on. You know that kind of thing? <laughs> perform, perform. You know that kind of thing? They've never earned money. It doesn't cross their minds that they are poor. If you go to school and it's okay, everybody pay 5,000 naira. And the teacher say, actually, where's your own? What's the answer? I will tell my daddy. You know, I, I, you, you understand what I'm saying? That's the mentality. He doesn't cross his mind that he's poor. If he doesn't pay that money for a whole term, it will not cross his mind that he's poor. He just keeps wondering. You go and tell me, why is daddy not releasing this money? That's why the Bible says we have to receive the kingdom like a little child. That's our children. They don't say, you see, in this family, I'm cursed. Why? You say we should pay money in school, I have not paid. They say, curse upon my life. 
So I don't know why that is refusing me. Maybe he's angry with my teacher. He will find every other explanation, but he will never think the fact that he can't pay means he's poor. Listen, that's what Paul, when Paul will be talking, that's why I kept on using past tense. Past tense. He will say, you were raised together with him. He delivered, is D, delivered you out of the kingdom of darkness. And now you are now in the kingdom of his son. So if you sleep at night, they say, witches are pressing you at night. You wake up, say, you press me, you go back to sleep. Say, guys, rearrange. That dream was not correct. I need to press you guys back. We rewind the dream. How can you be pressing me? What kind of thing is that? <laughs> no, really, you will find every other explanation. I told you, let me end with this. Just so for us to understand what we mean when we say we're in Christ. One of my children, my, my, my very good friends, I, I told this story many times. The son died. Little baby. Baby died. An infant. And the neighbor came and said, Ha, madam, we have found out that the other woman, mention another woman living nearby. The pastors have found out. She didn't say pastor, I'm the one I didn't pastor. So we have found out that she's a witch. And she's the one that killed your child. Of what do you expect? Natural person say, eh? Listen, tell you, don't go near that woman. When you say on the road, you won't greet her next time. No. My friend said she burst into laughter. She started laughing and laughing. That is, she found this so funny. <laughs> My wife, no one, <laughs> no witch can kill my child. The child is dead. Though. But it didn't cross her mind. My child, witch, madam, come on. Tell the woman, come and start going. There's no need. You brought this news to the wrong place. Come and start going. No witch. Mata- Do you get my point? No witch, she said to the woman, straight. Say, look, whatever be the problem between me and my God and my faith, I will sell that one out. But please don't add that, one, that, don't add that ridiculous joke to it. That's why Christians will go to church every day, wasting precious time they, use, they, they should be using to pray that the gospel might spread in Zamfara. Precious time they should be using to pray that the gospel might spread in their neighborhood. They used to say, all my enemies that said I will not prosper. When you pray like that, you are saying they can say it. There are prayers, I'm not lying to you, I have never uttered. But the way I pray, my mother, any enemy that says I will not prosper, try. <laughs> You've heard me say it before, many times. Remember the story of my bat? Remember that my pet? Yes, sir. Anybody have not heard it before? They are looking at me. It didn't cross my mind it could be a witch. My door was locked, my windows had mosquito nets. Everywhere was closed. I remember that day because it was a hot day and my AC was on. Because of that, the door to the balcony was shut. The window was shut on top of that. I had mosquito net. Yet a bat appeared inside the bedroom. And my wife said it casually. She was lying down. Me, I was standing up. It was Bishop that came to visit daddy and his wife. And I said, I said, oh, see bat. I remember her voice. Oh, see bat. Very casual. You know the way African woman will have jumped. In Jesus' name, Holy Ghost fire against them. They have come. My wife just looked. I said, "Oh, see, bad." I said, oh, "Where is it?" And I just saw something. Phew! At that time, he entered the wardrobe. I closed the door on it. 
Later on, I came, retrieved it, and threw it away. And I made a joke with my wife. I said, oh, girl, you're lucky. Your husband does not go to MFM. <laughs> Otherwise, sleep this night, impossible. <laughs> and one, <what>, yeah? <laughs> All the witches that they came, they, you will not go and testify on Sunday. Yesterday, I was in the room with my husband, and they came. Who are they? <laughs> and they manifested as bats. But God said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. The whole night my husband and I began to pray and we were feeling them moving backward. This morning we woke up. In fact, I, I was wrong. There's something that should have And this morning when we woke up, we found out we had had a victory at the cost of our voice. <laughs> you know I pray, how I pray my own prayer I say if you are a witch if you can cross my fence cross it, that's all are you getting my point? that is what it means when I, that's what I mean when I say interpret your life, are you getting my point? interpret your life with the knowledge of truth what you know, not how you feel look Let's just bow our heads and just say, Father, thank you for freedom. Now in Christ we are free. Let's just bow down and say, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Say, Lord, I thank you because I'm free. Say, Lord, I thank you because I'm free. Lord, I thank you. No matter how I feel, I'm free. Particularly thank God because I'm not poor. Say, Lord, I thank you, I'm not poor. I'm not poor. I'm not poor. I may not have money in my pocket, I'm not poor. Just like pastor's children, they didn't think they were poor. You are my father. So I don't think... If you have not given me that money, I will come and remind you. My teacher is asking for it, but I'm not poor. I will not accept this because of poverty in my life. No, no, no. Say, like Paul, I speak with past tense. Let's rise to our feet so we can close. Let's just declare this way. Say, in the name of Jesus, I am in Christ. Say, in the name of Jesus, my sins were washed away. In the name of Jesus, I have been delivered. So you use that past tense properly. Say, I have been delivered out of this kingdom of darkness. Say, now I am in the kingdom of his dear son. I am in the kingdom of his dear son. I am in the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say, my sins, the record of ordinances, the record of charges, written against me has been washed away. It has been nailed to his cross. I have been set free. Say, in that way, he set me free. In that way, he disarmed the principalities. In that way, he disarmed the devil. He disarmed demons. In that way, he disarmed the witches. They don't have power again. Over me. Say over me. They don't have power. Why? Say why. Because sins are gone. Forgiveness has come. Redemption has come. Payment has been made. Now I am free. I am free to serve God. I am free to succeed. I am free to serve God. I am free to succeed. 
Say, my sicknesses have been taken away. Say, I am healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Strength is my portion. Healing is my portion. Strength is my portion. Healing is my portion. Say, the life of Christ is working in me. The life of Christ is working in me. Say, the kingdom of darkness cannot rule in my life. I'm in another kingdom. Say, no matter who they are, no matter what they say, once it's not in agreement with Christ, once they are not in Christ, they don't have power over me. Say, I am, I am not afraid because I know I am free. It's what I know. It's not how I feel. It's what I know. Say, prosperity is coming because I am free. Say, poverty is on the cross. It was buried. It did not rise again. Say, prosperity rose and I rose with him. Therefore, poverty is gone. Say, productivity has come. I am productive. Grace is with me. I can do all things because I'm in Christ. Just whip your hand and say, Lord, thank you. Say, Lord, I thank you. Our Father, we give you thanks. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Now let's share the grace in fellowship. Are we ready? Because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, surely we have passed out of death and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse into the blessings. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the Spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. One more time. This is my season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus. Please quickly bless somebody on your left or your right. This is your season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus.